Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Taco Tuesday. Hey everybody, welcome to November 1st, 2022. Let me turn this volume down on my phone. That was hilarious. I follow some dumbasses on uh, Instagram. Hey, it's National Novel Writing Month. Uh, By the way, I hope you folks really enjoyed the interview I did with uh, Stephen James on the last podcast. Uh, I've been looking forward to having him on for a while. And I think at some point coming up soon, if I can get my friend uh, Cherie on, we're going to be talking about uh, some books by a really, really great author. I think, uh, actually, I'm starting to get hooked on uh, on a certain particular author, and she's really great. It's in the horror genre. We're going to be talking about some some really cool stuff. This is going to be like nerd month. You know, we came out of Halloween and talked about everything spooky in October. And here we are in National Novel Writing Month. That's what November is known to people who are writers. NaNoWriMo for short. (coughs) So, the goal, and I'm actually participating this year. The goal for National Novel Writing Month is to write 50,000 words on your current project. And I have a very big project I'm working on. It's going to take a while to do this because I want to do it right. Uh, but it's, a, it's an amazing story. Uh, it's fiction, but it's set back in history. So it's got a lot of truth to it, some speculation, and some fiction. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy this next book. And no, this is not in the Gonzo Chronicles of Barry Dick series. Although, I'm still working on that. Man, I wish I'd have had that out. I've really disappointed myself by not writing as much as I wanted to. But, um, this month is going to be different. Well, because it's National Novel Writing Month. I've actually set a goal to get a certain amount done. I've participated before, but I've fallen way short this month in uh, the number of words that people, you know, they shoot for. But I would much rather have good quality than bad quantity so we'll see where this goes i'll uh, I'm, I'm updating uh my sub stack uh 
to kind of keep people posted. So today, actually, I wrote a really interesting piece on my Substack. Uh, you know, last month was Halloween month. Uh, you know, last night was Halloween. This month is Thanksgiving month. And uh, I had a theme I wrote today on Substack about being thankful. But not just being thankful, but being grateful. Because there is a difference. <clears throat> because I know um, during the holidays, we tend to think about maybe people we've lost. And, you know, it's, the holidays can be sad for some people. Uh, so I really wanted to address that because of all the stuff that's gone on in my life the last couple of years. And, you know, people lost. And my tribe's getting quite small. It really is. But... That's where not just being thankful comes into play, but being grateful. Uh, there's nothing like being grateful to make your day much, much better. So um, go check out Cyrus's Gonzo Corner, Gonzo Zone, or whatever the heck I call this, on Substack. Uh, I post the links up on Facebook and on Twitter, so you can you can certainly find my Substack out there. Um, this is a really personal one that I wrote. This is kind of the most personal I've been on Substack. I've just used it to kind of have fun, uh, talk about the Gen X stuff, 80s stuff, whatever. Just just to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of market uh, uh, investment and finance, a little bit of politics, a little bit of culture. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna post something up pretty soon about why the man bun is a cry for help. That's, I've got to do that. But um, <coughs> anyway, check out my latest Substack and subscribe to it. It's free. But I am going to be uh, having, you know, I would love to have more subscribers but, and paid subscribers too. It's only $5 a month uh, for some of the, the content that I unlock for uh, paid subscribers. So make sure you stop by and do that. Today I probably got 1,500 words, 1,600, something, maybe 2,000. I, I got a good bit of writing done today. I actually placed some trades. Um, I do have a good bit of paperwork tomorrow to do and some errands. But uh, Thursday, uh, thankfully, in the guild that I'm in, we uh, have uh, designated uh, a time and a place where writers in the local guild can get together and just work on their current pieces and um, maybe bounce some ideas off each other. So I'm sort of looking forward to that. That's on Thursday this week, the 3rd. Do I really want to get out on the 3rd of the month? Yeah, everybody who's on the dole gets money. Everybody's out on the third of the month. Yeah, I should have thought that that date a little, little more thoroughly before um, agreeing to it. But it is what it is. So I'm really looking forward to it. So um, I want to toss this out here. Um, you know, the future episode I talked about, talking about a, a horror writer. Her name is Darcy Coates. Make sure you go check out some of her work. I just bought a book. Um, I spent some good amount of time this weekend in a bookstore. I haven't been in a bookstore in so long because, as we know, Amazon killed all the bookstores. And Amazon's where you can find all my work. Um, so definitely, uh, if you haven't been to a bookstore, we're coming up on Christmas. Man, there is nothing like a book as a gift for Christmas. Last year, one of my, I think one of my favorite gifts that I got, if not my favorite gift, was a really good... Um, collection of works by f scott fitzgerald and uh those of you that know me that's he's my favorite writer so um and and good fashion i had a few drinks tonight while i'm working on a book channeling my inner f scott fitzgerald as my friend jason who's also a listener of the podcast says 
It says, fitting to be buzzed doing a podcast to mark the beginning of NaNoWriMo and celebrate being the next Fitzgerald. Now, how cool would it be to be the next Fitzgerald? I would say it's cool. Maybe yes, maybe no. The only problem is the guy, like, <laughs> he died dirt poor. His estate really made money off the books he wrote. He had a little bit of money for a while, but... Yeah, and his wife, Zelda, batshit crazy. It happens. Some of us marry people that are batshit crazy. It happens. Um, maybe to some of the best of us. Who knows? But uh, anyway, I want to encourage you, all of you listening, that if you have not written a book, you may never even want to write a book. But writing something is incredibly important. Uh, case in point, I'm going to mention this. This is kind of a personal, and I, I, I think the, uh, the person I'm talking about doesn't listen to the podcast. So I, I'm okay saying this, I think. Unless she hears it. Sometime back, you know, four or five years, I was contacted by somebody, uh, this, this lady who was writing a book. And she had lived a very rough life. Childhood was rough. Later in life, also rough. <laughs> um, made a lot of bad decisions in her early 20s. Worked in an industry that she regrets. Yeah, I mean, but she come from a, a background of a significant amount of abuse. She wrote a book because it was therapeutic to her. And asked me how to self-publish and had questions. So there's just somebody off social media that reached out. And this... This happens from time to time. I'll, I'll get somebody who's wanting to write a book or written something and asking for some advice. And I, and I love giving the advice um, because I've messed up doing a dozen things in this industry. And uh, if I can help somebody not make the same mistakes I made, I love it. So anyway, she writes this book <coughs> and she kind of sort of self-edits and that's never a good idea. I, I know. I've, <laughs> I've walked that road too. Uh, and all of these, all it is is like on each page was a piece of like advice or life wisdom she picked up. And some of it come across angry and harsh. So you could see that there's a story behind the story. And she's not telling the story in the book. And I felt she needed to. And she she didn't. She never will. Um, but, uh, I, you know, just writing for her, even though it was a his poor book uh, was probably more therapy uh, and more therapeutic than some of the counseling that she had went through for a long time. So, that being said, we all have memories. We all have hopes, dreams, desires. Write something. Write a memory down. Don't let a memory be lost because you forget it one day. So that's why I think writing is important, even if it's just journaling. Make sure you do something, because you never know how therapeutic getting something off your chest would be, whether it's something that happened at a job where you got fired or laid off, or, or office politics, or you know a, a bad marriage, uh, bad dates, bad relationships, um, things that happened... You know, when, when you were a child, family issues, sibling rivalries, anything. Sometimes just writing three or four paragraphs just to describe something 
can be incredible can lift an incredible weight off your shoulders and this month one of the things i want to do with my Substack is to kind of get a little bit more personal i want to open up i have this book of writing prompts and some, some of these questions are really personal so i want to open them up just open the book up and pick you know whatever random page and see what the writing prompt is and actually do that on Substack. And some of this may be very personal, and so, some of it may be very uncomfortable, actually. Uh, sometimes the best writing is. You go somewhere where you're incredibly uncomfortable, something you definitely don't want to talk about, something that is so controversial, and it turns out to be the best stories. The, the, you know, the best essays, the best journaling that you can possibly do. People will want to read those types of things and not just something, some fluff, which is, listen, I'm going to accuse myself of that. I write a lot of fluff, but sometimes in some of my stories, there's some elements. It's like, hey, a little inside ball for me there, you know, it's something that's personal that maybe a lot of people might not pick up on and those that know me might pick up on, you know. So um, I want to encourage everyone here to do some writing. Now here's another thing. Let's get a little politically incorrect. <laughs> All right, I've got to, I've got to piss and moan about something. All right, I, I had a great weekend. You know, um, we're we're about a week away from election day, and I honestly cannot wait until election day. I'm going to be sitting up watching the results coming in like it's freaking Game Seven of the World Series. And, and actually, maybe it might be Game Seven of the World Series next week. Who knows? But. Um, you know, <laughs> I want to talk about a couple of things here. Like, it was a good weekend. I went out and hung out in a bookstore. And um, afterwards, I went over and had a bite to eat at Olive Garden in Bristol. It's on the Virginia side of the border. It's Virginia, Tennessee. I know I have some listeners in various parts of the country. But you remember, remember this Geico commercial with the little gecko that jumped on? Now I'm in Virginia. Now I'm in Tennessee. I'm in, you know, that... Anyway, Bristol is split down the middle. So I go to Olive Garden there. Love Olive Garden. No problem with Olive Garden. Went there and ate my, got my fill at that place. Well, I mean, I was like waddling out of there like a freaking penguin. I was so full. But as I was going in, it's like, man, I was looking around. I didn't want to say anything to anybody, but it kind of smelled like dog shit. <laughs> like it, was, it was kind of... Like he notices, like, okay, it's, yeah, all right, let's go on in. And uh, on the way out, I, I, like the smell sort of hit me again. And I'm like, is everyone else noticing this or is it just me? And so the people I'm with, I'm like, does, does it smell like, like fertilizer, like dog droppings or something? Oh, that's from the local dump. Okay, now the, <laughs> now the, now the, uh, the dump is not remotely close to uh, um, Olive Garden, but I've heard so much about problems from the city dump of odor. Now listen, I know somebody's suing somebody over this because that was disgusting. If I had to walk outside of a restaurant and smell like fresh dog shit every single time, that's what it smelled like. It was gross. And uh, at least when I walk outside and I smell something like that here, I know somebody's walked their dog around here. There, it's like, Wow, it lingers and lingers and lingers. It was gross. Just big time gross. Yeah. Anyway, I hope somebody cleans that mess up soon because 
You're on the Tennessee line. I think this was done in Virginia. That smells wafting over. Um, wow. I'd hate to be a taxpayer in Bristol right now. As much as going on in Bristol. Um, wow. That's just, just gross. Anyway, let's get politically incorrect. So I'm watching. I'm on. I'm on Facebook a lot. I'm on Twitter. And I noticed once Elon Musk bought Twitter, I'm seeing all these left-wingers, these celebrities are saying, like, well, I'm going to get off Twitter now. I'm going to get off Twitter. Rob Reiner keeps saying that. You know, meathead from uh, the Archie Bunker show, what was called All in the Family. He's still there. Dude, listen, if you're one of these people that says, Hey, I'm getting offline, and then you wait around and wait around and wait around to see who gives a shit whether you get offline or not. You're not getting offline. You're not getting off Facebook. You're not getting off Twitter. If I ever decide to get off those those platforms, I'm not going to tell you. I might drop you an email and say, "Hey, here's my contact info. If you want to keep up with me, you know, have a nice one." That's about it. I'm just I'm just gone. Yeah, I'm not giving anybody a heads up. It's like. I mean, those who give a rat's ass know me anyway, right? They'll get in touch with me. Um, you know, because online is online. It's not real life. So, anyway, I'm on Twitter, and I see all these people making comments. And I guess Yahoo had made, put an article out of all the celebrities who said they were quitting, and those who actually have. And there's a list of it. It's like, all these people have left Twitter. But you know what? If they're that pissed off over somebody like making freedom of speech more prevalent instead of some people's speech more prevalent, that says a lot about them. But let's think about these celebrities. These are the most, they have the biggest egos on the planet, let's be honest. They get off on the number of clicks from something they say or an outfit they wore. I mean, the Kardashians cannot get away from trying to get some clickbait online. Ooh, somebody had a nip slip at a party. Oh, look, look! you can see her bare ass through this sheer black thing. I see that all the time on the internet. Like, really? Like, they don't know this? I mean, they're, it's, they're attention whores. And it's sad. And they make a good amount of money off of that because some of these people monetize these platforms. And they sell things on these platforms by just letting people know what's going on. So, yeah, they're going to be back. It's like every time, like, like when they said, uh, hey, if Trump wins this election in 2016, I'm moving to Canada. I've been hearing that shit since, like, George W. Bush was elected in 2000. Seriously. Uh, Bush wins again, I'm moving. Yeah, like, okay, well, go. Get, I mean, uh, what is that? What is that? Oh, man, I forget, I forget this uh, lady's name. Um, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, how could I forget Rosie O'Donnell? She's been claiming to leave the country since 2000. Seriously. Um, don't make those claims. Just go. Just go. Like, nobody cares what these celebrities think anymore. And I'm so over it. Like, the whole egomaniac BS that uh, people care what they think. Like, I've got a podcast here, but I know who gives a rat's ass what I think. I hope you have an opinion. <coughs> I'd love to hear it. You know? Um, but anyway. And I want to like one other thing I wanted to talk about. Like, 
you know, as far as Bristol and that smell. Like, how do you solve a problem like that? It's a dump. You don't just pick the dump up and move it to the next town. But, you know, I got to thinking as I was driving home, why don't they, you know those uh, those, those little planes that fly over the cornfields and they drop the pesticides and whatever on? Why don't you have little planes like that that fly over this dump and just, like, drop Febreze? I wonder if that would help. Like, you could get a plane and put the Febreze logo and all this stuff. Maybe, well, there's a NASCAR track there. Maybe you get Febreze on the weekend they do this to sponsor a car. And, like, just make it a big environmental thing, too, while we're at it. We're cleaning, you know, we're saving people and saving pets. I mean, I know, I've heard people's pets got sick from this stuff, from the smell and, uh, and past. But crazy stuff, man. Really crazy stuff. I don't know. On a, on a side note, I do hope somebody brings back midget wrestling sometime soon. Um, I did hear that. Uh, did I hear that the uh, the rock band, the uh, tribute band, Mini Kiss, are they still touring or did they break up? Like the midgets that travel around. I don't know, man. You hear all the uh, you know the transgenders wanting female sports. Listen, get your own games. Midgets should do the same thing because, like, there's no midget wrestling. They're the most underrepresented people in society. Like, I want midget. There should be midget Olympics. Right? I mean, come on. And then some people complain that they're the minority. Anyway, that's just me being a smart ass. I hope everyone has a great week. I'll be back again with something, you know, soon. Uh, it's October 1st, October, November 1st. So I want to make sure that we have uh, a few podcasts out here this month. Uh, I've been languishing. But, you know, this month's all about promo. It's about writing. It's about promo, uh, getting my books out there. I haven't sold a book online in six freaking weeks. That's embarrassing. Yeah, so if you're looking for something for Christmas or to get you through the holidays, go to Amazon and look up Cyrus Alderwood. If you already got it, hey, share some links with some friends. I would appreciate the living hell out of it. Anyway, this is me. This is the Gonzo Chronicles. Hope you guys have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers.